हरे कृष्णा डिवोटी धन्यवाद प्रणाम ऑल गुरु टू शीला गुरु महाराज टुडे वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव सर्वोदिक प्रभु जी फ्रॉम माइनपुर एंड टुडे प्रभु जी विल एनलाइटन ऑन श्रीमद भागवतम कैंट सिक्सटीन हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी प्लीज टेक ओवर द कॉल Thank you, Mother Ji. Obeisances all the devotees. Vancha kopatu bista kupa sindhu bivacha patitanam pavini bivishma bivonuva. Thank you for the joining the call today. Um, we're reading. We're very fortunate to be reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto Six, Chapter One, Text Sixteen. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीरयत नष्ट प्रयेशु निगवत सेवय भगवती उत्तम श्लोक भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी <coughs> कृष्ण स्वागमो भगते धाम ज्ञानिवीस So I read the Sanskrit word-for-word translation, translation and Shri Prabhupada's wonderful Bhaktivedanta purport. Natata yagavan rajan puyeta tapa adibhi yata krishna pita pranas tat purusha nisevaya na nat tata so much he certainly Aghavan, a man full of sinful activities, Rajan or king, Puyeta can become purified, Tapa Adibi, by executing the principles of austerity, penance, brahmacharya, and other purifying processes. Yata, as much as Krishna, Arpita, Prana, the devotee whose life is fully Krishna conscious, Tatpurusha Nisevaya, by engaging his life. in the service of krishna's representative translation my dear king if a sinful person engages in the service of a bona fide devotee of the lord and learns how to dedicate his life unto the lotus feet of krishna he can be completely purified one cannot be purified merely by undergoing austerity penance brahmacharya and other methods of atonement i have previously described report by stephen grace Tatpurusha refers to a preacher of Krishna consciousness, such as the spiritual master. Shri Narottam Das Thakur has said, "Chadiya Vishnuva Seva Nistara Payichi Keva." Without serving a bona fide spiritual master, an ideal Vaishnava, who can be delivered from the clutches of Maya? This idea is also expressed in many other places in Shrimad Bhagavatam. Shrimad Bhagavatam says, "Mahatsevam Dwara Mahur Vimukte." If one desires liberation from the clutches of Maya, one must associate with the pure devotee Mahatma. The Mahatma is one who engages 24 hours daily in the loving service of the Lord, as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 9, text 13. Mahatma nastumam parta daivim prakritim ashutaha, ajantya nanya manaso bhyatva buddhadim abhyayam. O son of Pita, those who are not deluded, the great souls. Are under the protection of the divine nature, they are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the supreme personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. Thus, the symptom of a Mahatma is that he has no engagement other than service to Krishna. One must render service to a Vaishnava in order to get free from the sinful reactions, revive one's 
Krishna, original Krishna consciousness and be trained in how to serve and how to love Krishna. This is the result of Mahatma Seva. Of course, if one engages in the service of a pure devotee, the reactions of one's sinful life are vanquished automatically. Devotional service is necessary not to drive away <clears throat> an insignificant stock of sins, but to awaken our dormant love for Krishna. As fog is vanquished at the first glimpse of sunlight, when sinful reactions are automatically vanquished as soon as one begins serving a pure devotee, no separate endeavor is required. The word Krishnarpita Prana refers to a devotee who dedicates his life to serving Krishna, not to being saved from the path of hellish life. A devotee is Narayana Para or Vasudeva Parayana, which means that the path of Vasudeva or the devotional path is his life <coughs> and soul. Narayana Parasave Nakutasthina Bibhiti. Such a devotee is not afraid of going anywhere. There is a path toward liberation in the higher planetary systems and a path toward the hellish planets. But a Narayana Parat devotee is unafraid wherever he is sent. He simply wants to remember Krishna wherever he may be. Such a devotee is unconcerned with hell and heaven. He is simply attached to rendering service to Krishna. When a devotee is put into hellish conditions, he accepts them as Krishna's mercy. He does not protest. Oh, I am such a great devotee of Krishna. Why have I been put into this misery? Instead, he thinks, this is Krishna's mercy. Such an attitude is possible for a devotee who engages in the service of Krishna's representative. This is the secret of success. Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharani Nirvishesha Shinnavadi Paschachade Shatarani Omagyana Timirandasya Gyanan Jana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militanjena Tasmai Shri Garvenama Vande Rupa Sanatana Raghujago Shri Jeeva Gopalako Vande Nantad Bhutashayam Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nichopi Yaprasada Chad Bhakti Shastra Pavartaka Nityananda Maham Nomi Sarvananda Karampuram Harinama Padam Devam Bhavadota Shiromim Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nandanaya Chananda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namonama Vansha Kopata Bistakupa Sindhubhivacham Patitanam Pavini Vyuvaishnavibhu Namonama as I was reading this purport, I thought, but who does, it, who does this purport describe? Srila Prabhupada is describing himself. When we read here, such a devotee is not afraid of going anywhere. Think of Prabhupada's situation, <clears throat> getting on the boat, the dock in Calcutta, with no money in his pocket that he can spend overseas, no means of support, no guarantee of even getting food to eat and having a box full of books and the order of his spiritual master. Getting on the boat, knowing that he is afflicted with a heart disease, old age, penniless, and going to start an international society thousands of miles away. Abhaya Charanaravinda. This is a diction name given to him by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur. Foreseeing, we could say, Prabhupada's fearless nature. But there's actually a nice story. 
Srila Prabhupada was walking with his disciples in Calcutta, downtown Calcutta, and there's a huge uh, memorial there, the uh, Victoria Memorial, very big uh, edifice, big, big, tall building. And when Prabhupada was a young man, they were making and they were constructing this building, and they put scaffolding all the way on the outside. So Srila Prabhupada took it upon himself to climb all the way to the top on the scaffolding. So when he was telling this story to the devotees he was walking with, they said, Oh, Srila Prabhupada, you, you were so brave. Prabhupada said, I am still brave. I came to your country with no means of support, with simply the order of my spiritual master. So Prabhupada quotes Sivarasar, Narayana Parasarve Nakutasinaviditi Swargabhavaga Narakeshu Apitul Yarta Darshinaha. This story from Bhagavatam comes when uh, I'm forgetting the what his name. Anyway, he was passing overhead. Uh, not Kulishikar. Anyway, he's passing overhead in a in a Pushpa Viman. And he glanced down and he saw Mother Parvati was sitting on the lap of Lord Shiva as Lord Shiva was giving Bhagavatam discourse. Imagine the scene. You're in the temple, and one of our Grihastha devotees is sitting on the Vyasa sun, giving Bhagavatam class, and his wife is sitting on his lap. It would appear very funny. Like, what is this? What are you doing? So, uh, what was it? Chitraketu. My wife remembered the name. So Chitraketu Maharaj was passing over, and when he saw this, he laughed out loud. He thought it was very humorous to see Lord Shiva, topmost Mahabhagavat, topmost renunciate, sitting and giving Bhagavatam class, preaching to great rishis and mahajans. And his wife was sitting on his lap. He laughed out loud. Mother Parvati didn't think it was funny. And she cursed him to become an asura. So Chitukedu didn't take it. I mean, imagine Mother Parvati has immense spiritual power. The whole creation is, is manifest and maintained by her power that's invested in here. Shristi stiti pralaya sadhana shaktir chayeva yasi bhuvanani vibharti durga. Chayeva, she moves as a shadow moves by the will of the Supreme Lord. She has immense power. And she and Chitraketu just got cursed. But he, he, he blew it off. Okay, so what? whatever is meant to happen is meant to happen and he accepted the curse. Whenever, this is, this is all Krishna's mercy. Narayana paras, because why he's Narayana para. Nakutasthina bibdhiti, no fear. Swarga pravarga, narakeshu. Swarga, you send me to heaven, a pravarga, you give me liberation. Send me to hell, narakeshu. Apitulyarta darshana. Tulyarta means just like a um, uh, balance. He sees them all the same. Going to heaven, getting liberation, going to hell, all the same. Why? Because he's Narayana para. And, and Vasudeva Parayana, great devotee of the Lord. So Srila Prabhupada quotes many beautiful verses here. And he's actually describing himself. He could think, why? And even he wrote in his, in his poem, this Markane Bhagavat Dharma, when he reached the Boston shore, he wrote this poem and he prayed to Krishna, why have you brought me to this hellish place? Why have you brought me here? You must have some business here. Otherwise, why have you brought me to this hellish place where the people are overwhelmed by the modes of ignorance and passion? 
So he didn't think, well, as he quotes here, oh, I am such a great devotee of Krishna. Why have, why have I been put into this misery? And Prabhupada suffered immensely. The first year he was in New, in, in New York City, Lower East Side, by himself. No one to cook for him. No one to help him in his old age. No one to wash his laundry. No one to even talk to, not to talk to him, to keep him company, to give him financial support. He imagine the scene of Prabhupada standing in the snow. We all know how cold it gets in New York City. Imagine Prabhupada standing in the snow in his sannyas dhoti, his little wool chadar and his Prabhupada hat and white rubber slippers standing in the snow by himself, looking for an opportunity to preach to someone to establish the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And this went on for a year. And he would go to the shipping office and see when the next ship is coming. Thinking, how, how can I teach these people Krishna Consciousness? How can I give the highest thing, the irreducible absolute truth, Radha Krishna Seva, to the lowest class of people? It was impossible task. And, and he was suffering so much in that situation he was thrown down a flight of stairs by one drug-crazed hippie. He was staying with him. The guy went crazy, attacked Prabhupada. Some, his room was broken into. His whole Gita manuscript was stolen. He stole his typewriter. He had to start from scratch to, to write the, the text for his Bhagavad Gita commentary. So many obstacles were there. So much suffering was there without even getting proper food to eat. You read his diary. He was counting pennies. In the diary, there's an entry, 15 cents for bananas, 50 cents for sugar, 5 cents for turmeric. He's keeping track of every single penny. He was suffering. But did he think, Krishna, why have you put me in this misery? No, he thinks, this is Krishna's mercy. And one may ask, why did Krishna put Srila Prabhupada in such a situation? Why was that? Why didn't Krishna send him someone to help him? Some brahmachari assistant, a, tr a trunk full of musical instruments, mridanga, kartal, harmonium, one or two devotees to come assist him and make a presentation of Krishna consciousness, get some help. Krishna did this so the world can see what is the standard of pure devotional service, what it means to be a devotee. Do not protest, even in the most difficult situation, the most miserable situation, where a devotee thinks, this is Krishna's mercy. Srila Prabhupada quotes the Bhagavatam verse from the 10th canto, Lord Brahma's prayers. So, devotee, praise to the Lord. Susamikshamana means He's earnestly hoping for mercy, anukampam, anukampatam. He's, he's begging mercy. He's earnestly hoping for mercy from the Supreme Lord. But before that comes, bunjana. He endures the situation. This is a great lesson for all of us because this material world is a place of suffering. If you haven't experienced something like that, you will, no doubt. This is the nature of the material world. We all have to endure different types of suffering. Adhyatmic klesh, adibhogri klesh, adhidaiva klesh. It's a world of suffering. Krishna calls it dukalayam, vashashvatam. Dukalayam, we're here, we're here, we have to suffer. Different circumstances. 
But a devotee who goes on earnestly begging mercy, hoping for mercy, so samikshamana, and enduring that, bunjana, and understand that whatever, this is an important point, and whatever suffering comes to me is a result of my own previous life's activities and goes on serving, he becomes eligible, muktipadesa dayabhak. Dayabhak means it becomes his rightful claim. Prabhupada comments, or one of our Acharya's comments in this regard, that what is the qualification to receive one's inheritance if one's parent has nominated a child, son or daughter, as the beneficiary of his estate, what does the child, son or daughter have to do? He just has to stay alive. It's his rightful claim, diabuk. So our rightful claim is devotional service. But when things come, difficulties come to us, we have to acknowledge that uh, evatna kritam vipakam. Evatna kritam means I have created this situation myself. I have done it. <coughs> I'm suffering the results of my own fruitive activity. Instead of blaming God, I'm a great devotee. Why, are you suffering? Why am I suffering like this? Why financial loss? Why disease? Why uh, relationship issues? Why is, am I suffering in this material world? That we have created it by our previous life's activities. Otherwise, if we haven't created it, then the only alternative to the diversity we see in different varieties of um, uh, prosperity and loss is that God's playing favorites. Okay, we'll, we'll bless this person and we'll curse this person. This person will become wealthy and prosperous and this person will be a beggar on the street with his hand out, begging for, for a few pennies on the street. Is God just playing favorites? Or have we created that from our previous life? The only reasonable answer is that we have created the prosperity and suffering, uh, health and wealth, whatever we experience in this life, evatna kritam, we have created it. So understanding that a devotee doesn't become disturbed when there's some unhappy event in his life. He understands this is my karma. God is not punishing me. Some people think, oh, God is punishing him. Or devotees may think, why is God, why is Krishna treating me like this? We're simply the recipient of our own fruit, the results of our own fruitive activities. And the, the, the proof is, just like in uh, a, a court of law, if someone robs a bank, for example, he gets caught by the police, he's dragged off to jail, he appears before the, the judge, and the judge says, you have committed an offense, you've robbed a bank, the penalty for this crime is that you will spend 10 years in jail. Is it, is it the judge's fault that he goes to jail? It's not the judge's fault. He's broken the law, and he suffers. So when we suffer in this material world, shall we shake our fist at God? Why have you done this to me? I'm your devotee. Or even, especially non-devotees. They're very prone. When, when there's some windfall in their life, when there's some progress in their life, when there's prosperity in their life, a promotion or some 
material advantage, they think, yes, I have done it. My, by my brain, by my struggle, by my good choices, I have progressed. But when there's difficulty in their life, then they want to shake their fist at God. Why have you done this to me? The truth of the matter is that we have created both. How? We've created our own situation in life. And if someone understands that clearly, they're very careful how they live. They don't want to create any negative karma. And the only way to really do that is to avoid all types of fruitive activity, working just for Krishna. So when I was reading this, I was thinking, this describes Prabhupada, how he, how he was put in such intense misery, suffering for a year by himself with no help, no support, no guarantee of support. For one year, on the streets of wandering the streets of New York City, until he finally met some devotees. He met hmm, Howard Wheeler on the street who had been to India and he saw Prabhupada. And he walked up to Prabhupada and said, are you from India? And the whole thing started from them because there were a bunch of men living together in one house. Uh, Umapati, Achutananda, Kirtanananda, uh, Hayagriva, Howard Wheeler, all living together. And they started to come to Prabhupada's little kirtans and ultimately they opened Makunda Prabhu opened up a storefront for Prabhupada 26 second avenue and the rest is history but for one year Prabhupada suffered so this is the mood of a devotee and we can examine Prabhupada's life to know what is pure devotional service and if there's any question in your life what to do just ask yourself what would Srila Prabhupada do in this circumstance and you'll know what to do so Krishna probably went through great suffering, but there's, there's a great message to be learned, to examine that and see what is the standard of pure devotional service. Now this verse is a very, very important verse. Uh, it should be remembered and meditated on as a regular, actually we do this as a regular daily function. We sing every day, Sri Guru Charanapadma Kevala Bhakati Sattma Bandha Mui Sabhadanamate. Where do we find Kevala Bhakti? We, we read in previous verses, Kechit Kevalaya Bhakta Vasudeva Parayana Agamdun Vanstikarsnena Niharam Iva Vaskara. How to become free from the fog of sinful life, of illusion, of confusion. How do we become free from that? We become free by Vasudeva Parayana, becoming devotee. But Kechit, Kechit means it's not for everybody. Only most fortunate person gets guidance in devotional life. That, and, and takes up the process of Krishna Bhakti, takes up the process of freeing oneself from the fog of material life. That This is a very nice example because in a few verses previous we read, Tapasa Brahmacharjina, Shamina Chajamina, Chatyagina, Satyaso Chabyam, Yamena Nimenava. They're practicing austerity, impurity, sacrifice, Brahmacharya, practicing all these things. These are all good. Because Maharaj Pariksit asked Shukadeva Goswami after hearing fifth canto descriptions of the hellish worlds, his heart melted in compassion. He said, how to help these people? How to keep them from going to hell? And Shukadeva Goswami spoke this verse. And then um, Shukadeva, uh, Maharaj Pariksit, being an intelligent devotee, thought about it. This can't actually be the process. He said, prayashitam uh, idam paratam 
Manye Kunjarasochavat. He said, I think this is the process of an elephant taking bath. An elephant takes a bath, they love the water, they get in the water, they splash around, they suck water up with their trunk, then they spray it all over themselves, they get nice and clean, and then they get out of the water, and what's the first thing they do? They throw dust all over their body. So Maharaj Pariksha said, I think this is Sochavat. I think, manye, I think this is like the bathing of an elephant. You engage in austerity and penance and sacrifice and get clean from sins, but because it doesn't address the problem of why we commit sins, then you again become implicated in sinful life. And the example is given of a forest fire. A forest fire burns through the whole forest, uh, forest creates a pile of ashes. But because the root is still there, as soon as the fire is extinguished, the ground cools down and is moistened by the rain, the plants begin to grow again because the root is there. So this is as it is with fruitive activity in the positive sense, giving in charity and doing austerity, holy baths, tirta, all these things. That's good. That helps us make progress in spiritual life. But kejit kevalaya bhakti, only kevala bhakti can remove the, the fog of material life from our heart once and for all. And the example is given there, just like the sun. Now, in the wintertime here in, in India, even some trains are delayed by 10 hours, 20 hours, because they can't move. The fog is so heavy. But as soon as the, the sun comes up, Bhaskara, Bhaskara means the sun. As soon as the sun rises in the sky, the fog is immediately dissipated. So Bhagavatam is giving a very beautiful example that says, in the same way, these, these, the fog of sinful life is dissipated by what? Kevala Bhakti. But how do we get Bhakti? This is what this verse is about. Without the blessing of a devotee, Bhakti is simply a dream. It's simply a dream. We'll never get Bhakti. You can't get Bhakti by, from Krishna. You can't get Krishna from Krishna. We get Krishna by the grace of a devotee. Prabhupada writes here, Mahatsevam Dwara Mahur Vimukte. That this uh, Mahatsevam, service of a devotee, is the key to our progress in spiritual life. This is the whole progress. This is the whole key. We can say this verse encapsulates the entire process of Krishna Bhakti. Getting mercy from a devotee, not by atonement, not by brahmachari, penance, austerity. This won't, pure, this won't change the quality of our heart, but when we get blessing from a devotee of the Lord, pure devotee of the Lord, then it's possible. Bhagavatam says, Rahuganaitat tapasanayati nechechya nevapanadgrihadva that one can undergo austerity. He can do all of these things. He can be a perfect grihasta, accept sannyas, ijya, worship the deity properly, follow all the principles of Varnashram Dharma, and still not make progress spiritually. What is the key? To get the raja, pada raja, from an Hiskinshana devotee, a pure devotee. This is the whole secret to making progress. Open secret. This is the whole open secret of making progress in spiritual life. Srila Bhakti Thakur 
sings a very beautiful song. Shuddha Bhakata Chara Narayana Bhajana Anugula Bhakata Seva Parama Siddhi Prema Latikara Mula The dust from the lotus feet of pure devotees is most favorable for bhajan. Service to the pure devotees is the highest perfection and the very root of the creeper of prema. <coughs> so this Bhaktivinoda is echoing the same principle spoken by Naratam Das Thakur. In this beautiful song we sing, Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakti Sadma. Where will you find Kevala Bhakti? Can you pick it off a tree? Can you order some Kevala Bhakti online? Amazon.in, Amazon.com? Can you go to the bazaar and get Kevala Bhakti? Where will you find Kevala Bhakti? Where does it live? Bhakti Sadma. Bhakti Sadma means the abode of Bhakti is what? Sri Guru Charana Padma the lotus feet of the pure devotee. And Srila Prabhupada, this whole purport, is emphasizing this whole point. We, and Srila Naratam Das Thakur also sings one beautiful song, E Barakuru Nakoro. Mm, he sings, what is this? E Barakuru Nakoro Vaishnava Gosai Patita Pavana Toma Binake Hunai. O Vaishnava Gosai, be merciful to me now. You are the savior of the fallen souls, except for you, there is no one who can deliver me. Gangara parasha holy paschati pavan darshani pavitakoro e tumaragun. Only after touching the Ganga does one become purified, but simply by seeing you, one is purified. That is your great quality. Many bhajans like this, glorifying pure devotee of the Lord. Because devotee of the Lord is as worshipable, more worshipable than the Lord himself. Mother Parvati asked Lord Shiva, said, who is the most worshipable personality? Lord Shiva answered, this is an important verse to, to ponder. Lord Shiva said, Aradhanam Sarvesham Vishnu Aradhanam Param Tasmat Paratanam Devi Tvadhyanam Samarachanam. He says, Lord Vishnu is top most worshipable person. Lord Shiva is saying this, very authoritative. He's Mahajan, Mahesh, Mahadev. He's saying Lord Vishnu is top most worshipable person, but Tadiyanam Samarachanam, that more worshipable than Vishnu is worship of his devotee. Most worshipable person. Because from devotee we get Krishna. We don't get Krishna from Krishna. And and that category also means Tadiya also means the temple, the book about Krishna, the Murdanga, all these things that are in relationship with Krishna are all worshipable. But we get Krishna from Krishna's devotee. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur also prayed, Krishna se tomara, Krishna dite par, tomara shakati yache. Amitokanga, Krishna, Krishna boli daitava pache pache. He said, Krishna is yours, and you have the power to give him to me. Therefore, I'm simply running after you chanting, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. This is the power of Krishna Bhakti, that Krishna subordinates himself to his devotee. Partisarati. He becomes the chariot driver of Arjuna. Nanda Gurdhana Rakuala. He takes care, he takes the position of herding cows for his father. He becomes his father's servant, taking care of nine lakhs of cows to please his father. Mother Yashoda asked, uh, Nanda Maharaj asked Mother Yashoda, What can your Krishna do? Mother Yashoda said to Krishna, Krishna? Go get your father's shoes. And Krishna picked up his father's shoes, placed them on his head, 
placed them at his father's feet, and said, Yes, father, here are your shoes. He becomes the foot servant of his devotee. And who is this Krishna? Millions of universes are being manifest by the plenary portion. Not Krishna. Plenary portion of Krishna. Angsha of Krishna. Universes are being manifest. What is the power of Krishna? Inconceivable power. Adhoksaja. We can't conceive. Adhoksaja means, aksaja jnana means that knowledge we get with our eyes, what we can see, what we can perceive. Lord is adhoksaja. He's inconceivable with our material senses. He's not to be seen or experienced with our material senses. How do we see him? Premanjana charita bhakti vilochanena santak sadaiva hridayesha viloka yanti yamshama sundaram achintya guna sarupam govindam adipurusham tamaham bhajam he is under, he can be seen. Santa Sadayava Hrityeshu, the saints, Santa, the saints see the Lord within their heart continually. Why? Because their eye is anointed with the salve of love. So where do we get that? Where do we get that Prema Bhakti? Kevala Bhakti. We get it from the devotee who has subordinated Krishna, who controls Krishna. He becomes controlled by Krishna in the Bhagavatam. In this story of the four Kumaras approaching the gates of Vaikuntha, Jaivi Jaya there, they look at these four little boys, these four brahmacharis, naked brahmacharis, like, who are you? Get out. They didn't understand. These are great, powerful Vaishnavas. They made it Vaishnava Parad. So there's a big scene at the gates of Vaikuntha. Lord Vishnu himself appears on the scene, taking part in the discussion. And he instructed Jai Vijay, he said, my devotees are so dear to me that if they're disturbed, if my arm is disturbing to them, if my arm is, is creating some unhappiness or disturbance to my devotee, I'll cut off my own arm. This is the, the feeling the Lord has for his devotees. He says elsewhere in Bhagavatam that those delicacies overflowing with ghee those delicious types of foods overflowing with ghee that are, offering, that are offered to me do not please me as much as those same foods that are offered to the mouths of devotees. Devotee is more dear to the Lord than we can imagine. So people go to the temple and they pray to the deity, they put money in the hundi, they bow down, they worship, and they pray directly to the Lord. Why? Because they don't understand the process of approaching the Lord. Krishna cannot be approached directly. He can only be approached through his representative. And someone who is advanced in spiritual life understands that. People who are not, do not, they simply don't understand the process. And what is the proof? Janmashtami. Lacks of people flock to our temples on Janmashtami. That's good. Offer coming to offer respect to Radha Krishna. Bowing down, taking prasadam, giving donation. That's all wonderful. Their, their life is perfect. They've taken up the process of devotional service. But they'll never get Krishna. Who gets Krishna? The next day, if there's lakhs of people on Janmashtami, there's maybe a thousand people or a hundred people on Vyas Puja to worship Krishna's pure devotee, Srila Prabhupada. This is the key to getting Krishna Bhakti. Not these other things. 
just to come to the temple. That's all good. They've begun their, they've begun their devotional life. That's wonderful. But if they want pure devotional service, they have to approach devotee. And that is our whole process. I was speaking with one Nepali friend. He's a Nepali Brahmin, Sharma, from Nepal. So he was telling me, he said, Sarva, you know, I don't need a guru because I have direct relationship with Krishna. I have Bhagavad Gita. Krishna tells me exactly how things are in the material world. Karma, Niskam, Karma, Bhakti, everything's right there in Bhagavad Gita. I don't need a guru to explain it to me. I have a guru. Krishna's my guru. End of story. I said, is that true? Is it really true? What does your guru, Lord Krishna, say? In the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, verse 34. What does it say there? His name was Naranjan. A nice, nice man. What does it say, Naranjan? Yeah, I don't know. Let's look at verse 34 in the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. What does it say? Tadvidhi panipatina pariprashnena sevaya upitakshanti te jnanam if you want to be Tattvadarshi, this is Krishna's formula for approaching him. You want Krishna, this is the formula. There is no other formula. This is the formula to become self-realized, to be Tattvadarshi, to see the truth, the, the truth personified, Lord Krishna, the absolute truth. What is the system? Tadviti pranipatena. Pranipat means prakrishna rupena nipa, to completely surrender to offer one's life in the service of one's spiritual master. Pariprashna. Pariprashna means to ask relevant questions. It doesn't mean to challenge guru. Like, prove to me that you're qualified to be a guru. I challenge you. Not this. Submissive inquiry. Relevant inquiry. How can I make progress in spiritual life? How can I give up my anartas? How can I establish a relationship with Radha Krishna? These are relevant inquiries. Pariprashna. And because what we get from Guru is invaluable. You can't put a price on it. You can't buy it with money. You can't get it by austerity. You can't get it by anything except by His mercy. Because of that, because we are the recipients of Guru Kripa, <coughs> the mercy of Guru, we have to give seva. We have to serve the mission of the spiritual master. Because he has a mission. He's not some my body guy sitting on a cloud. <clears throat> meditating. Sitting in a faraway place. Doing a lack of nam. <coughs> he has a mission. All our acharyas and our line had a mission. So we follow those devotees. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur had a mission. Bhaktivinoda Thakur had a mission. Bhakti Thakur had 500 Bhakti Viksha groups under him. He was a very, very active preacher of Harinam, of Krishna Bhakti. 500 preach, uh, Bhakti Viksha groups, Nam Atas, were under his charge. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur opened 64 mats all over India. And Srila Prabhupada did unparalleled, extraordinary service to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and took the holy name to every continent of the world. Except, and I don't think he went to Antarctica. But otherwise, every continent of the world distributing the holy name. So our gurus, our acharyas, have a mission. And the disciples' duty in life is to serve the mission of the spiritual master. 
And Srila Prabhupada writes in their purport that this is by this reciprocation of relevant inquiry, surrender, and service that the spiritual master becomes pleased to bless the disciple with spiritual knowledge. And this is the process of, of making progress in spiritual life. There is no other process. All these other things are good. We have no argument. Do austerity. Practice celibacy. Give in charity. Go in Tirtha These are all wonderful things. But they can't give the real result. One has to approach pure devotee. Prabhupada quotes the verse here. Mahatmanas to Mamparta. Who is a Mahatma? Mahatma is not a rubber stamp. Like they, they rubber stamp this Mohandas, Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi. Oh, he's Mahatma Gandhi. He's not a Mahatma. He ruined India. He sold India out to Islam. And instead of putting Sadar Patel in charge, India, if he had done so, India would be a very different place today. Rather, he put Nehru in charge. Anyway, that's another story, really irrelevant to our discussion. But Mahatma is not a rubber stamp. So this verse comes, Mahatma Nastama, Diving Prakriti Mashrita. Who is a Mahatma? Who is taking shelter of the divine nature? Diving Prakriti Mashrita. He's, uh, he's taken ashray, shelter of Diving Prakriti. What does that mean? He's taken shelter of Shimati Radharani. And the next verse says, What does a Mahatma do? Is he a politician? No, satatam kirtayantumam yatantascha dhridabrata namashantastamam bhaktya nitya yukta upasadin. This is what a Mahatma is. Satatam kirtayantumam. He's always chanting my glories. He's always endeavoring with great determination. <coughs> He's always engaged in my service. These are the qualities of Mahatma. Not rubber stamp Mahatma. That rubber stamp we don't need. Rubber stamp won't help us. Prabhupada said at the end of this purport, this is the secret of success to approach Lord's pure devotee. <coughs> There's another beautiful verse in Bhagavatam that confirms this. There's Tulayamalavanapi Naswagam Napamar Punarbavam Bhagavat Sangi Sangasya Martyanam Kimutashisha. It means that there's nothing equal. Nothing can compare to the association of a pure devotee, a Mahatma. Tulayama, again, is a metaphor of a tula, of a scale. If on one side we put association with pure devotee, what can we put on the other side of the scale that is equal to it? And Bhagavatam is saying nothing. Name lavenapi, naswargam, not to become free, not to, to return to the kingdom of God, uh, uh, I mean, not to naswargam, not going to heaven, not to become free from birth and death. Bhagavat Sangi Sangasya. Only Bhagavat Sangi associating with the devotee. And what are the other, other blessings of this world? Ashish. What is, what is, what is the, the characteristic of the other blessings available in this world? Who are they for? Bhagavatam is saying, for those who are meant to die. <laughs> it's so blunt. Therefore, the matyanam, those who have nothing to look forward to except dying. said, so these are the blessings, the material world that has to offer. Who are they for? Matyanam, for those who are ready to die. 
So this is very, very important verse. We should not misunderstand. We should meditate on this because this is the process of Krishna Bhakti. This is how we make progress in spiritual life, by taking shelter of devotee. So when we sing these beautiful bhajans in the morning, Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakati meditate on them. Meditate on what it means. Bandhan Mui Sabadhanamati. Sabdhan means to proceed with caution. Spiritual master is our best friend. But can you walk up to him, give him a slap on the back, give him a big hug? Hi, how you going, Gurudev? <laughs> no. Sabdhan. One should approach with due respect. Srila Prabhupada writes in one purport that one, the disciple can become degraded by associating too closely with the deity in the temple as a pujari or with the spiritual master. So we should take note that although the spiritual master is our most beloved friend, who can be more help to us in life than guru? Still, we should proceed carefully, sabdhan. Then we sing, Jahara Prasadi Bhai E Bhavatariya Jai Krishna Prapti Hai Jahanhate. That by the mercy of the spiritual master, E Bhavatariya Jai, we cross over Bhava Sagar, the ocean of repeated birth and death. And Krishna Prapti Hai, by, by his grace, Krishna Prapti, we get Krishna. What are we doing with the spiritual life? If we don't want Krishna, this is the whole objective, our, our, our whole upshot, what we want in life. We want Krishna, Radha Krishna. How do we get it? Krishna Prapti Hoy, Jaha Hate. We get Krishna by the mercy of the spiritual master, by his prasad. So Narayana Das Thakur is saying, Jahara Prasadi, by your prasad, by your grace, by your blessing. I cross the ocean of material existence and by your grace I get Krishna. And important thing, he goes on to say, Guru Mukha Padma Vakya Chiteti Koriya Aikya Anna Kuriya That let the words emanating from your lotus mouth, let my mind become one with those instructions. Let me not deviate from those instructions. Let me take those instructions as my life and soul. And that means for, for us as this kind of devotees, to study Srila Prabhupada's books carefully because this Prabhupada's books are Guru Mukha Padma Vakya. They're the words emanating from his lotus mouth. Srila Prabhupada did not write his books with pen and paper. Rather, he spoke his books into dictaphone. These books are the words coming, Guru Mukha Padma Vakya, the words coming from his lotus mouth. So this means we should study Prabhupada every day, even for five minutes, even if you're so busy, or so spaced out, or whatever the situation is, at least for a few minutes every day, open the book and read something. Because if we don't, we lose track. We lose track of the objective of life. We should hear the words emanating from the Lotus Mount of Spiritual Master, and we should make our mind one with those, not deviate from them. Say, this is my guiding light. This is my... Hmm, essence of, of what I'm doing in spiritual life. How, how am I to understand Krishna? By what the Guru Mukha Padma Vakya, the words emanating from lotus mouth, the spiritual master. So, Prema Bhakti Jaha Hoiti Abhijabhinasa Jate. That this 
Prema Bhakti is emanating from Śrīla Prabhupāda. Prema Bhakti, what is the highest objective of life? Not chapter, this, uh, this Prema Purusharta. Purusharta's people take to mean mm, Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, there's a fifth Purusharta. Panchama Purusharta. Prema Purusharta. What is the highest goal of life? Is Prema. How to get it from someone who has prema? You can't get it from a person who doesn't have prema. You want prema? Get it from someone who has prema. So we sing every day. Prema bhakti jaha hoiti avidya vinasajati. That he destroys avidya. How is he destroyed? Vidya prakashito. That he, we get, Dibya gyan prakash is manifest in our heart by following the simple process Srila Prabhupada gave us. Rising early in the morning, chanting attentive japa, reading, worshipping, serving, associating, all the things that we that are dear to our heart by doing that, we get Dibya Gan, we had we get realization. And that's a very important thing because anyone can read Prabhupada's book. A murderer, a bank robber can read Prabhupada's book and tell you what they read. Does that mean they understand it? Impossible. Just like if someone reads a book on anatomy, does that make them qualified as a doctor? So just reading Prabhupada's book and being able to repeat it doesn't make you an under, a, a knower of the subject matter. It doesn't make you qualified devotee. What is required? Dibhyagyan. Prakash, who is manifest in our realization. Realization is a requirement for making progress in spiritual life. And we get that from pure devotee by his prasad. Dibhyagan vride prakashito. We get it by his mercy. E prasadi bhai. Etoriya jaya. We cross over the whole material experience by the, guru, the prasad, the guru, the mercy of the guru. Such an important thing. And this is what this verse is saying. How to, be, to come from sinful life to spiritual life by serving a bona fide devotee. Learning how to dedicate our life to the lotus seed of the Lord. This is a process to become completely purified. The other processes that were mentioned previously are not the answer. Because even, for example, Buddhist monks, some Buddhist monks are celibate, they live a very austere life, eat simple food. We can say, oh, they're so advanced. Or a monkey in the forest. Monkey in the forest, he doesn't even wear clothes. Very renounced. He only eats fruits. He's a, <laughs> he's a vegan. But his only business is, is chasing female monkeys. So by austerity, by simplicity, these are all good characteristics that follow after our progress in spiritual life. They're added to our, our life by the process of devotional service. Bhagavatam says, Yasyasti Bhakti Bhagavati Kinshana Sarvai Gunastata Samasate Sura Harava Bhakti Sikuto Mahadguna Manomate Nasato Dhavatobihi That by practice of devotional service one develops all the good qualities of the demigods. Whereas those persons who are devoid of devotional life, they're carried manoritena asata. Manoritena means the chariot of the mind. They never develop any good qualities. They never get any realization. Because they're devoid of a connection with bhakti. They're devoid of mercy, guru prasad, guru kripa, 
they're devoid of this mercy that allows us to make progress in spiritual life. It gives us realization, not just book knowledge, but realized knowledge. There's a big difference. For example, we hear, oh, we have to die. But when you're sitting in front of a dying person that you care for, I, had, I witnessed the death of my godbrother about a week ago. Very profound experience. Like here it is in living color, everything that Prabhupada talked about being exhibited right in front of my eyes. What is death? This is the difference between book knowledge and realization. When we realize the temporary nature of this material world, when we realize that is me someday, lying in a bed, hopefully surrounded by devotees, as this devotee was, wearing Lord Nishingadev's garland, with Tulsi and Gangajal in his mouth, surrounded by loving devotees, singing loudly the holy name of Krishna. A tear came from his eye, he opened his mouth, and he was gone. We can hope for such a death, but death is our future. There is no doubt about that. And we forget. What is that children's rhyme? Uh, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. And many people go through their life in that way. Life is just, but it's just a dream. Let's be happy. Let's be nice to each other. Let's enjoy life. Get as much sense gratification as possible. Everything's okay. I'm okay. You're okay. They're ignorant of the facts of life. Today you're happy. Tomorrow you may die. What is the meaning to that happiness? What is the meaning to health if you have to die tomorrow? Like there was one big uh, health guru, you know, a fitness guru, a vegan diet and jogging and clean your arteries and blah, 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 blah. <coughs> he was out jogging, tripped on the sidewalk, hit his head and died. <laughs> what was the meaning to your fitness? What was the meaning to your diet? What was the meaning to your life without Krishna? So we should not misunderstand what is the objective of our life. Krishna is the objective, and we don't get there without the grace of spiritual masters. Grace of spiritual master is everything. Grace of pure devotees is everything, either by diksha, by siksha. Grace of pure devotees is everything in our life, because this is the means to get Krishna. There is no other means. There is no other means. Even Krishna said in that same section of Bhagavatam, it is because I am the servitor of my devotees. Krishna is saying, telling the four Kumaras to jump back. I forgot this part. He said, even though I am the servitor of my, <clears throat> I am the servitor of my devotees, because I am the servitor of my devotees, my lotus feet have become so sacred that they immediately wipe out all sin. Krishna is saying, why, why am I so auspicious? Because I serve my devotees. How important are devotees in our life? Even not your spiritual master. Devotees can give you so much mercy. Srila Prabhupada said one time to a devotee, he asked him, how will we go on when you're, when, when you're gone, Srila Prabhupada? He said, I will come to you in dreams, and I will come to you by the relevant instruction of my disciples and followers. He wasn't saying followers at the time, but we can extrapolate. The Prabhupada will come to us by the good advice of devotees inspiring, super soul, inspiring a devotee to speak to you in a particular way that helps you with your problems in life. Devotees are so important. Shuddha Bhakata Charanarenu. Charanarenu means the, the dust of the lotus feet of, of Shuddha Bhakta, Shuddha Bhaktas, pure devotees. 
bhajana anukula, this is anukul. This is what is favorable for our bhajan, for our worship of the Lord. What is favorable? The dust of the lotus feet of devotees. Dust of the lotus feet of Sri Guru. This is how we get Krishna. And this is what this verse is saying over and over again, what Prabhupada is emphasizing over and over again in this purport. We should take it very seriously and not be so concerned with big austerities and penances. Sometimes devotees do these heavy penances like this Bhishma uh, Panchaka. Bhishma Panchaka is like heavy thing. The first, the first day you, eat, you, you know, eat cow urine, drink cow urine, eat cow stool, Panchagavya. And, and fast, heavy fasting, you'll never get Krishna by this heavy austerity. You'll never get Krishna by being strict brahmachari. There's a nice story. It happened right here down the street from where I'm living at Srivasangan. One devotee was begged Shiva's Thakur. I, 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 my heart's desire is to hear the kirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and see him dance. I'm a strict brahmachari. I don't know what is sense gratification. I'm Kanda Brahmachari, and I, I live only by drinking milk. I'm so austere. I'm strict Brahmachari. Please let me, I want to hear this kirtan. See Chaitanya Mahabhu dance. Shiva's Thakur's mind was moved. He said, okay. We're not, you're not supposed to be there, but we'll, we'll sneak you in. So he hid. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began the kirtan. This kirtan of Shiva Sangan is very confidential kirtan. Shiva Sangan is in Krishna Lila Rasastali, where Krishna does Ras with the Gopikas. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's kirtan in this place is very confidential behind closed doors. Not everyone can enter. Nagarasan kirtan, he goes out on the streets. Everyone can hear, everyone can participate. But at Shiva Sangan, confidential kirtan. So this Brahmachari was allowed to come in. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began the kirtan and he said, I'm not feeling ecstasy. Something's wrong. I'm not feeling ecstasy. Is there some outside person here? Of course, he knew. He's a supreme omniscient personality of God. He knew. And Shiva's Thakur had to admit, yes, there's one brahmachari here. But he's very pious. Strict brahmachari. He only lives by drinking milk. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, kick him out. Get him out. He thinks he can purchase me by drinking milk? Impossible. Leave. So the brahmachari was very contrite. He felt very bad that he'd made this offense and he left the assembly of devotees. But because of his humility, he also received the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But the point is that by strict observance of brahmacharya, it doesn't mean we shouldn't practice brahmacharya. We could. But it's not the cause of bhakti. Austerity and penance is not the cause of bhakti. What is the cause? Mercy of a bona fide spiritual master. Uh, the Shuddha Bhakata Charanarenu, the, the dust from the lotus seat of the spiritual master. And what is that dust? How do we get the dust of Srila Prabhupada? Prabhupada's physically, he's gone for You'll never see Prabhupada. He'll never, he can't come back. But how will you get that dust? How is that dust available? It's not. But there's a very special dust that is available. And that is the dust from his feet by Vani Seva. There's heaps and piles of dust from the Vani Seva, mercy of Srila Prabhupada's lotus seat. <coughs> and we should avail ourselves to that by serving the message of Srila Prabhupada, by being the best devotee we can be, by preaching Krishna consciousness, by sincerely practicing Krishna consciousness, 
we get the dust by Vani Seva. We get the dust from the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada. <coughs> so let me read the translation again. <coughs> Excuse me. My dear king, if a sinful person engages in the service of a bona fide devotee of the Lord and thus learns how to dedicate his life unto the lotus feet of Krishna, he can be completely purified. One cannot be purified merely by undergoing austerity, penance, brahmacharya, and the other methods of atonement I have previously described. And at the end, we should remind ourselves what Prabhupada said. This is the secret of success, serving pure devotees. Thank you very much for your kind attention. Does anyone have any comment or question? Correction, addition, comment? Hare Krishna, we will end up from all Krishna Shri Prabhupada. such a nice class as usual. Classes are Nectarian. And your deep realizations go uh, to your lot of mouth and make us rise and other so uh, deeper and so much, uh, so much more blessed uh, with the uh, Krishna Bhakti. Uh, your references are, uh, are so much bolstering, and bolster bolsters our uh, our uh, uh, rati, our uh, inclination for the lotus feet of the Guru and Gauranga. And uh, the Supreme Lord, so uh, nice. Thank you for the kind attention. I was thinking about uh, that related uh, verse that uh, here it is saying that uh, the uh, by austerity, penance, and we cannot achieve uh, the bhakti. On the contrary, uh, if we have bhakti, we have everything. That was I was thinking is a con the other side which uh, it was showing I was kind of little intelligence you know, that I have gotten from the Vaishnava paper. Uh, and then so thinking about uh, that uh, by Krishna So Krishna belongs to the Guru. So that's why he gave Krishna. So you will go to the Guru to get Krishna. So nobody else can give Krishna other than the uh, there's another verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita I forgot to mention, very important verse, saying basically the same thing. Krishna Bhakti Janma Mula Haya Sadhu Sangha, Krishna Prema Janmitena Puna Mukta Anga. That devotional service is the root of our progress in spiritual Janma Mula, the root cause of our progress in devotional life. It's Mukya Anga, the chief principle. Even you come to, even you come to Krishna Prema, still the root the root cause of a relationship with Krishna is associated association with advanced devotees. It's at every stage of at every stage of life, from neophyte 
to perfection, association with devotees, a cause of our advancement in spiritual life. Such an important thing. We forget. Yeah, you are right that we what Yeah, so a Lord is just a neophyte comes to the temple. He goes to directly to the deity and prays, and uh, that's uh, correct. And as he advances, he uh, realizes that uh, uh, Krishna is there with his devotees. Am Bhakta Paradhina. Actually, I was thinking also, I was made it like when we chant Japa. We, we're thinking, I, I can have to remember Krishna. I'm chanting Krishna's name. I'm chanting Radharani's name. But in Japa, we should also keep in mind a relationship with Guru. How Guru is so kind that Krishna has approached me in the form of his holy name. And I can only approach him by the mercy of my Guru. So in the process of Japa, our remembrance of the mercy of Guru is also integral to our progress in spiritual life. So it's just, again, it's not just me and Krishna. But it's yeah. in, through the via medium of the mercy that I've received from Krishna's representative, my Guru. Our Gurus, I mean, many of us have more than one Guru. So through our Gurus, we should say. Siksha and Diksha Gurus. Yeah. So whatever we're doing, it's the same thing when we're worshipping the deity. What is the, what is the first step to approach the deity? Offering obeisance and simple worship to Sri Guru. Because you're worshipping Krishna on behalf of Guru. You're, worship, you're approaching Krishna only by the mercy of Guru. So in every aspect of our devotional life, we should remember our relationship with our Guru. And by His grace, Krishna Prapti Hoi, by His grace, I've gotten Krishna. I'm, I'm crossing over material existence by His grace. I'm Krishna Prapti. Krishna is, Krishna is available. I'm getting Krishna by grace of Guru, not, not by grace of anything else. I, again, as we read, not by austerity, by penance, austerity, brahmacharya, this isn't the cause of getting Krishna. It's required. We shouldn't be you know, sense, gratifi sense gratifiers and profligate, useless people. That's required, but it's not the cause of bhakti. We sing, Yasya Prasada Bhagavad Prasada. Yasya Prasada Nagati Gutopi. Nagati, we can't approach the goal without the goal, the mercy, the prasad of Sri Guru. You want mercy of God? Yasya prasad, Bhagavad prasad? You want Bhagavad prasad? Get Yasya prasad from his representative. Otherwise, Nagati Kutopi. I mean, Shasta is full. full. Hundreds of references telling us the same thing, to hammer it into our head. You want Krishna? Here is the process. Wake up, Chief Jago. Even who is it? Chanakya said. <clears throat> was it Chachaturjana Sansagram Bajasadu Samagamam? Give up bad association. Bajasadu Samagamam. Take up the association. 
and worship with the pure devotees of the Lord. Vajasadu samagamam. And this is the essence. Sangat sanjayate karma. You associate with lusty, greedy, envious people, they will affect you. And you associate with pure devotees, that will affect you also. So we have to choose our association very carefully because it has such an impact, a profound impact on our progress in spiritual life. I was very fortunate today. My esteemed godbrother, <coughs> His Grace Vaisheshika Prabhu, and his wife, Nirakula Mataji, came over for lunch today. And we were such a blissful time, just remembering old days in Iskan and this story and that story and this purport and this anecdote about problem. Such happy afternoon, just by association with this great devotee. It's a very great blessing. Very wonderful devotee. Dedicated his life to distributing Prabhupada's books. His whole life. Yeah. And he's still doing it. <laughs> it's funny. He left here, then he was leaving, and then he, he, was some, he has a carries, carries books in his bag, right? So he's leaving the building, and I look out from the veranda, and he's, he, has, he stopped someone and was selling them a book. <laughs> it says, book distribution is his life, and his heart and soul. Because Prabhupada said, distribute book, distribute book, distribute book. And he's dedicated his whole life to that. He's such a great devotee. So association with devotees, by that we become inspired. Any other comment, question? Mataji, Prabhu? Uh, thank you so much for uh, giving time to meet my son Aditya. I think he came to yeah, meet you, Prabhu. I think a couple weeks back. Uh, he he was uh, attending the retreat of same uh, Vaisheshika uh, uh, Prabhuji, and I think he happened to come to meet you, Prabhu. Not sure you remember. <coughs> yeah, they were in Puri. They went to Puri with this group. They came back to Mayapur. They distributed like three thousand books. It wasn't just a Tirtha Yatra. Okay, here's this happened here, and this happened here, and this is the Leela. <coughs> but they were actively engaged in distributing books. They went to Ultadanga. There's 70 devotees there. And they got so fired up, like traffic was stopped. They're having Kirtan, and traffic was stopped, and book distribution was going on, and the police came. So they approached the police, and they're selling books to the policemen. And they, just, they, took over, they took over the whole scene. 75 book distributors in Kirtaniyas. <coughs> Yes, uh, book distribution is such an enlivening uh, activity. We will have the joy all the time. Mm. Yeah, Vaisheshika Prabhu says that uh, if you are not distributing the books, you know, the, it is bo boring uh, being devotee. Mm. Yeah. Very dear to Prabhu's heart is his DBT. Uh, Wonderful, yeah. Prabhuji, I was uh, just thinking on, uh, in order to progress in uh, devotional path or bhakti, uh, our essence is serving the devotees. So when we serve the devotees, uh, 
So anyone, you know, we are in congregation, we can serve, right? We do not have to, like, uh, his, group, uh, his uh, real duty or his advanced duty. We don't have to make in this kind of uh, uh, category or uh, discrimination. Is that true? We should, on one side, we should understand the differences because the differences are described in Shastra. It's not all one from one side of understanding. From another side of understanding, they're all one. It's like big Tulsi leaf and little Tulsi leaf. They're both Tulsi leaves. Mm -hmm. So they're grades, grades of devotees, grades of commitment, grades and varieties of devotional life. But we want the association of devotee. Bhaktivinoda Thakur prayed that, Kita Janmaha Yata Tuadas. I hear Mukha Brahman Nahi more us. And I don't mind being born as an insect as long as it's in the home of a devotee. But a non-devotee a non Brahma's life, I reject. So he's saying, I don't want to become a word Brahma, forgetful of you. And I, if I get the association of devotees, being born in a devotee's home as an insect, I'll accept that. That's an yeah. extreme example. That's so wonderful. Yeah, so... One should be guard in any situation to associate with non-devotees. Hmm. That's wonderful. Speaking of which, there was your son that came here to meet me, I think. Uh, yes, Prabhuji, he came to meet, uh, I think, a couple of weeks back. He was there for retreat, where Shishika Maharaj retreated. I was very happy to meet him. He's very, you're very fortunate to have such a nice son as a devo devotee son. A very Thank nice you. young man. Thank you so much for giving me your time for me. I really appreciate it. Okay, I should get off the phone. Some devotee, <laughs> devotee come over, uh, coming over tonight. He wants to talk. Thank and it's morning, so I didn't go the best today. I'm not able to understand. Mataji, am I not able to understand you? Yeah, voice is very far away, Mataji. Oh, really? Yeah, something is wrong. You cannot Can hear. Can you hear now, Prabhuji? Now. Oh, that's better. That's better. Yeah, because I'm hearing like the African is more muted. I fixed it off to hear very clearly. Sometimes the voice is low. So I just wanted to Thank you for glorifying the Prabhupada and uh, you know, uh, it's always so nice to hear his glories and, uh, and that... I'm still, a, I'm still not able to understand you, Mataji. I just want to say thank you for the wonderful class, let's call it everything. Hare Krishna. Is someone else understanding your question? No, Mataji was appreciated. Can you hear me now, Prabhuji? Now That's better, can. yes. I'm just saying thank you for the wonderful class. Thank you for glorifying Srila Prabhupada. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Srila Prabhupada. Srila yeah, Prabhupada ki jaya. Very nice. And also I like one point that uh, you emphasize that serving devotees is going to make Krishna happy, not directly. You gave a uh, lot of examples and, uh, you know, philosophy based on that. And uh, so that motivates us. You know, we are living in USA here. And we should always try to go to temple and serve devotees, which is going to make Krishna happy. And on the contrary, uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, emphasizing that point. 
Yeah, I used to do cooking seva. I did a lot of cooking seva in my life. It's a wonderful seva because by one service, say if there's 100 people at the Sunday feast, and you roll the puris, or you make the sabji, everyone eats puri and sabjis. And by that one service, you served 100 devotees. So cooking seva is very wonderful. The seva that you can do at the temple. So many opportunities like that. Okay, I have to get going. Please excuse me.